I'm just there choking like halfway through the podcast. Like, Lou's putting her little annotations be like, this is where Sam took his final breath in life. <laughs> Wanted you all to know that he loved nothing more than being on a What's the Quack podcast. What's one song that could make you rise from your grave or something? For me, it would be Beady Bell. I'm just lying on his coffin, and then all of a sudden, all you hear is playing with fire. <laughs> Sam slowly <laughs> rises like Dracula. <laughs> his mother is both confused, relieved, and horrified. I'm listening to Beady Bell to get hyped up. No, I can't do an intro knowing that you're listening to flipping Beady Bell <laughs> with the knowledge that Beady Bell is playing somewhere in the world. I can't do it. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the What's Quite Podcast. Today we're doing episode 9 and we're talking about Dance Melody Grand Prix, which is the Danish National Selection for Eurovision 2021. <laughs> We've got eight songs to talk about today, the eight songs that are competing to represent Denmark at Eurovision 2021 and I am back with Kian once again. Done so many of these that I just don't even know what to say at this point anymore. <laughs> and I'm also back with Sam. Hello, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> Sam, as ever, always happy to be here. Uh, so yeah, uh, eight songs to cover today, which is less than usual. So I mean, I would say this might be a shorter podcast, but it probably won't be. Anyone the anti-indie triangle, of course it won't be. Oh God, please. Every second, pure quality though. <laughs> always, always. You've got to stick around. Nothing but entertainment. The full shebang. Uh, yeah, let's just get into it. I mean, there's nothing really to say. We've got lots of New Year Vision songs, but we're just going to be focusing on Denmark today. The final is on Saturday. You guys are hopefully hearing this on Friday. The the final's tomorrow night. So uh, I hope you all enjoy that. But yeah, song one. Um, Kian, just, just take it away, please. <laughs> Kian's uh, going to be pronouncing all of the Danish today, guys. It over Skyrne? about the closest I'm going to get. By Chief One and Thomas something. Like one Chief. <laughs> what? Please. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> Where did that come from? You've thrown me right I just off. vaguely remembered, I vaguely remembered Sam's message in the, in the United States of Tracy server where he was like, wag one clapping. Oh no. What? <laughs> it just, I can only apologise. Right, but onwards. <laughs> past, whatever the hell just happened there. <laughs> so is that is that a no on me ever becoming a roadman yet? <laughs> yes. So Sam has just put a picture of a bona fide roadman in the chat. So. <laughs> PT Bell, please. <laughs> Look at the pads and tracks in she's straight oh, at the, the end song. of the song, please, the song. Right, I'll start. Kia's <laughs> already derailed it. Okay, yeah. um, I hope everyone's proud of me because I've actually done some translating for these songs today. And uh, I do know that this song means high above cloud, high above the clouds, sorry. Um, I don't know what that's got to do with the song. It's, it seems kind of like i expected this to be about something else not like heaven by the sounds of it so i i don't know what's happening here but apparently it's also 60s inspired which i also didn't really pick up from the music 
Um, but I don't know. Who, who am I to judge? I'm not an expert on 60s music. Uh, but yeah, it's a nice upbeat song. I think it'll be a it'll be a cute bop live, and I appreciate the Danish language. But apart from that, I've got not really much to say about it. It's, it's it's good. It's fine. I give it a seven out of ten. I'll probably enjoy it. But like, <laughs> that's really it. I mean, that's kind of a theme for this entire national final. Really, is everything's good, but nothing's incredible. But nothing's bad either. Like, all of my scores are between 4 and 8. So, it's just a very kind of... It's a solid national final, but there's no standouts, really. And this is one of those songs that's just... It's good, but it didn't blow me away. You say it was translated to High Above Clouds. High Above the Clouds, yes. Not the clouds. (laughs) What do you mean, not the clouds? Everything's cloudy. Oh, oh. <laughs> see now. I thought you were saying my translation was wrong. I was like, please don't tell me I've got it wrong already. <laughs> Sam's been having a problem with cloudy water, everyone, today. He's been poisoned by his accommodation. But it's alas. A whole saga. <laughs> this, this, this song's really cute. Well, it's not cute. It's a bop. It's fun. Maybe it's cute. Yes. Let's well, I cute. mean, I called it a cute bop, so. <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't know, I enjoy it. It's it's kind of cheesy and it's fun because of that. I've written that it's like cringy but also like enjoyable. Like they're just having fun and I just like it. And it's very happy. Well, I gave it 7 out of 10. Did I interrupt you before you could give your score earlier? No, no, I said it. I gave it 7 as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's a good opener. I, I like this. Oh, we are doing this in running order, by the way. I completely forgot to mention that. <laughs> These are in the running order of what they will be in the show, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good opener as well. I think it's the best opener of the... Like, I don't think it's the best song, but I think it's the best song to open national final. Because it's just... There's no kind of hidden... No, nothing hidden behind it. Like, it's just fun, happy upbeats. Yeah. Um, I said it sounds like something you'd hear in a Hallmark ad around Valentine's Day. I I don't know where I've conjured that up from, but it just sounds like something <laughs> Hallmark would do in like a cheesy way of trying to promote Valentine's Day, like cheesy, upbeat, happy music, and then all the single people are obviously depressed when the ad comes on. Ah, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I've given it a 6 out of 10. I think it's fine. I don't think it's going to make waves or anything, but... Uh, yeah, it's a good opener. And... I've just realised, I, I think I feel like high above the clouds in this context might mean just, like, really happy. I was thinking more, like, dead and gone in heaven, <laughs> which is why I was confused by the title. High above the clouds. I just high above the clouds. And I was like, heaven? Question mark? But no, I now realise that the happiness more makes like more sense. Euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> just to listen, I'm tired, okay? <laughs> right, moving on to song number two, Kian, take it away. Uh, oh, <laughs> did, I did practice this one, and now I'm... It'll do. It'll <laughs> do. So, yeah, Song Number 2 is by Nana Olivia. It translates to Restless Hearts, I believe. Uh, um, I gave this a 9 out of 10. I think it's really good. I think it's so simple, and the repetition in the chorus works for us. I think because it's in Danish, 
It's not in English, so I don't actually understand what she's saying. Can't even make out any word in the chorus. She may not actually be saying the same thing over and over. It just sounds the same, but it works for it. And I don't know, it's just... I think it's weird that they've put this second. I think it's a weird kind of... It's still kind of upbeat, but I suppose there's not many ballads in this thing, in this national final. So I can maybe see why they've put it second. But yeah, I yeah, don't know how well it's going to work live. Because I, I can see it being potentially a bit flat live. Because there's not really much going on with her vocals. She's just kind of singing it. Which works yeah. in studio. But is that going to work on a big stage? And she's got LEDs. I mean, it's one of two songs from this selection that's made it onto my playlist. Well, um, um, oh, go on, Sam. <laughs> um, it's... I don't really have anything interesting to say about it. So I don't know why I was eager there. <laughs> um, it's a fine song. I feel like it's one of the songs that kind of blends in. Maybe that's just because I, when I was listening to them, I listened to it last. It just doesn't have much that stands out about it. But it, it's it's fun and it's fine. Like there's nothing bad about it. But I don't see it being incredible live. I give it a six out of ten. Well, um. I learnt that this song is about learning to move on from a broken heart. Um, it doesn't really change much about the song for me. I just thought it was interesting to sort of find out what on earth it was going on about. Because I, like, I translated the title and I was like, Restless Hearts could be about a lot of things. Um, so I did a little bit more research and yeah, basically moving on from a broken heart apparently. But yeah, something about the arrangement of this song just doesn't work for me. I don't know really what it is. I think it might just not be my style. I don't know. Just, there was just something something not working for me. Like It's an alright bop, but it's just not really for me personally. But I like, again, how she's uh, singing in Danish. I would, I would probably have expected this kind of song to be in English, so I appreciate that it's uh, not um, but it's 5 out of 10, it's middle of the road. There's nothing wrong with it, it's just not my taste. So, But yeah, on to song number three, The Cosmic Twins with Silver Bullet. I can say this one, because it's in English. <laughs> Big round of applause, everybody. <laughs> Yay! Well done, me. <laughs> yeah, well, um, this one, actually, uh, is first in the um, Wee Wee Blogs fan poll for who people want to win. So. Yeah, prestigious Wee Wee Blogs fan poll, that is. <laughs> the the, pre- the prestigious... I can't say prestigious. <laughs> I can't say prestigious. There we go, I did it. Yes, that... <laughs> but yeah, this is a, this is a solid little bop. I, I like this one. Uh, this is my winner, it's my highest rating. But I just wish the chorus had a bit more oomph to really elevate. Like, this would be a lot better if the chorus hit that little bit harder. But I'm a big fan of the saxophone, and I like their voices in studio. The only thing I worry about with this one is how it's going to sound live, because this is either going to be amazing or an absolute car crash there's no in between for this song it's going to be incredible or the worst thing that has ever performed like it could really go either way and you know i'm i'm being hopeful i've got every faith in them because i do like their voices in studio lord knows which way this is going to go live but i give it an eight out of ten um yeah it's it's just a good bop it's it's a good bop and uh i'm always a fan of a male vocalist so yeah uh, my comments were pretty much the same as yours. Um, 
I enjoyed it. It was a bop. It seemed like well produced as a song. Yeah. However, I also agreed that in the chorus it is sort of missing something, and for me, it's sort of like missing some kind of drop. I don't think everybody would want a drop, but that's what I want there. Um, I definitely don't want a drop. (laughs) I think it's fine as it is. I think it just needs to be louder or something. Like it just needs something to give it a bit more. I don't. I think it's just just the name Cosmic Twins. I very much came into it expecting some kind of like EDM dance. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they do give me that kind of vibe. And then it it was just missing that level in the chorus. But I mean, it's it's still good without it. I think just for me that would elevate it further. Yeah. And I mean. I definitely put also the live could the live could change my perception, which I think mainly it has the chance to be really bad live, I think. Uh, more so than be amazing live, which if it's not great live, then suddenly it's just everything appealing about it just kind of drops because it's that kind of song that relies upon the solid vocals. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we're expecting amazing vocals, but it needs like reliable. Yeah, I mean, if they're, they're awful at singing, it's going to sound horrendous. Yeah, but... I enjoyed it. It was a 7 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything. Like, I've done a reaction video to all these songs on the channel, and that they were basically my initial thoughts. I thought the course needed to hit a little bit harder, especially I was expecting it to be a big finish, like a big last chorus. Like, I don't know what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting a key change or anything, but, like, something, even if it was just a louder drop kind of thing. And you do kind of get that, but... Like, I've given this a 10 out of 10, but that's because it's grown on me in the two two weeks that I've listened to it. But I think that could also be its downfall, is the fact that I think this song is more of a grower kind of a song, and something that just hits you immediately, which yeah, yeah. is fine if you're a Danish person voting, you're aware of the songs beforehand, but if you're not, and your first kind of impression of this, like that your first time hearing this, is live where, like we've said, it could be a mess live. It's already not, like, it's not got that big hook to drag you in. I don't know if it, they're going to be able to pull it off live. I hope they can, because they are my winner. They're the only song I've given a 10 out of 10 to. Like that, I'd have the same concerns about them performing live. It it does sound more like made for studio kind of a song, like a made for radio, as yeah, opposed yeah. to yeah. performing this live. Or it's like a festival, like you'd play this at a festival the two lads on like a DJ deck or something yeah. going around making complete fools of themselves like <laughs> I feel like we're kind of setting them up for failure but I do really hope like they do well live I really hope they pull it, through it, yeah it, oh yeah, really yeah. Live. it could I just be think it's the riskiest great, yeah. I feel like if it's, got, it's like... one of those songs that like you always ask for like you you want that kind of experimental out there music then when you get it you just worry about is it going to work live I hope it's got some LED that kind of matches the beat of the song. I thought that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I could feel like it could just be like a few sparkly lights and that's it. I don't know. I feel like we're going to get a lot of silver. Yeah. But I don't well... know if that's the number <laughs> of the name of the Cosmic Twins that I'm like, I yeah, the see... fact that they have, they have the... I can see silver and black and maybe purple or something like that. Like kind of colour scheme. Very... It's I a mean, blue, maybe. Yeah, very spacey colour scheme game to sort of go with th- their name and the song name to be fair like it just lends itself very well to um a spacey kind of colour scheme i don't know if they'll go down the space kind of theme for the led like it's an obvious thing like... i don't it, know how yeah, obvious I'm not sure. it's, 
Like, then if they just rock up with, like, a red LED, like... Oh, God. I'll be so confused. I'll be like, what on earth's going on? Fire and confetti. (laughs) Imagine. (laughs) That doesn't seem like a good combo. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Confetti on fire? Like, maybe... Maybe they'll show up with matching silver fringe outfits. Like, we no, don't know. No, 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 <laughs> padded no. Padded tracksuit. No. Silver fringe and padded oh. tracksuit. No, they actually do seem like the kind that might turn up in tracksuits as well. Just don't put that energy in the world. <laughs> I would like to see it. <laughs> no. What's wrong with tracksuits? They turn up everywhere in tracksuits. <laughs> would you go to perform in a Eurovision national final in a tracksuit, kid? I mean, fair point. <laughs> Fair point. Not now that I've seen Beady Bell do it. Beady Bell's just put too much negative just, energy into my life. I just can't. Excuse you, she's just set the bar too high. That's what you're afraid no. of. No. You're afraid she's going to stand you up with her look. <laughs> Beady Bell has set the bar lower than my expectations for my life. <laughs> I I don't think you understand how in the floor they are with that padded tracksuit. I'm track not suit. taking this slender. I cannot with the padded tracksuit. She is the moment. <laughs> moment rapidly. of 1964, maybe. <laughs> rapidly moving on. <laughs> so, song number four is called Abracadabra uh, by Claudio... Oh god, I don't want to butcher her last name. Someone else, please try. By Claudia, everybody. Just Claudia, yeah. Just <laughs> what? I don't have butcher that if I even try. Right, it's abracadabra. This is Cam- the um, Campagnol. That sounds right-ish. <laughs> yeah. Is this the only ballad? Yes. I mean, it it's is, the only song it? that stands out. Oh, well, go on, Sam. Take it away. <laughs> I'll say that. It's the only song that sounds different from the rest. Besides yeah. maybe like the country-esque one, which we'll get onto after. Um, despite it standing out, I don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've given it a 4 out of 10. Uh, the verses are cute, but I'm not really a fan of the chorus. It's like slightly jarring, I think, and I don't know mm-hmm. if that's because of the lyrics. I just don't know if the words abracadabra belong in any song. <laughs> um, <laughs> I d- I don't know. It's just odd. Um, and it's just a little bit dull overall. But it's nice to see that there's some variety in the show because yeah. it's it was desperately needing it. Maybe it could do well in the actual thing. I thought this might be the one that the audience and the voters like. Maybe. So I mean, I like isn't it chance. wild that in a Eurovision show, variety is a female ballad? How, that is a how, bit mad. That is a bit how groundbreaking mad. is that? Like, I I agree. This is one of those songs that like nobody's going to be paying attention to. Could just totally end up in the super final. Yeah. Like come second. Like Denmark did this before. They had like this really cutesy ballad. Now I think I had a bit of fanfare, but I remember it was my last of the national final. It came second to Rasmussen, and I was terrified that Rasmussen wasn't going to get to go. I was like, if he loses to this woman in a pajamas, in a pajamas <laughs> I'm going to be fuming. Who was wearing pajamas on stage? Deliberately, mind you. Human. Um, yeah, like, and I don't dislike this. I've given it a five out of ten. I I think this one needs a key change at the end, like a big finish. That's a common theme with a lot of these songs. I think a lot of them need a big finish. They just kind of plod along. This one just plods for three minutes. Once you've heard the first minute of a half and a half, you've heard the whole song. 
if there's nothing new the last minute that kind of draws you in there's no big finish no grand finale unless they change that and she does a big high note live which obviously she could do i just don't see like it's different in that it's a female ballad but it's such a standard female ballad with nothing kind of engaging about it that it's just kind of there yeah also i'm shocked by the title of a song abracadabra and it's not like a disco box oh yeah kind of i was like abracadabra i was like oh my god let's go i was like it's gonna be a banger and then all of a sudden all i felt was her pain and i was like (laughs) never mind (laughs) (laughs) never mind apparently we're crying yeah well i i mean first of all kian has given the highest score to a a female ballad which is a monumentous occasion um anyway yeah i also gave this a four out of ten so same as sam um it just isn't for me like it's just not like i like my ballads really really dramatic and this just isn't which you know isn't a bad thing it's just not what i personally prefer so um yeah, I also don't really get what it's about. Like, I I couldn't follow the lyrics. I was very unsure. I don't know if it's about, like, a, a magical love or she wants to use magic to, to, to make something happen or, like, it just... I don't know. It, I just couldn't follow what was going on because I couldn't really understand what she was singing about, to be honest. But she has a really lovely voice. Um, and I think it'll be a nice life. Like, I think it'll be pretty. And I think the fact that it is the only ballad in the whole selection is probably going to do it a lot of favours because any ballad stands out there watching this, this is, like, the only song for them. So it'll probably do reasonably well because of that. Um, it could be sort of a, a dark horse that just pops up in the in the super final um just sort of pushed there by the fact that it is only the only ballad but i feel like if there was another ballad in the selection this one would take a backseat to it it just doesn't have the the drama for me that that makes ballads stand out so yeah so it's a four out of ten it it's just not it's just not for me so well, yeah. i think it's just definitely gonna have its audience which yeah, i think yeah. is and then because the other songs are all kind of just like poppy songs if there is everybody who likes that kind of song the vote's going to be split between the rest of the songs whereas for anybody who doesn't like them kind of songs it's like this is like the only other option really oh yeah this will get all of the all of the votes from its specific audience which will help it a lot yeah on to song number five everything is all right by mike trapp now, I have, a, I have a fun fact for this one. I, again, did my research. This guy represented Denmark in Eurovision at, in 1978 as part of the group Mabel. They they performed <laughs> the group Boom. Was. Not Mabel. Mabel. <laughs> the group was. Mabel. Don't call me up. Do, do I hear don't call me up? <laughs> don't call me up. Just suddenly you started playing for anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they um they performed Boom Boom. They came sixteenth. So yeah, look at me go. Fun facts and all. Um, but a country song was the last thing I expected to hear. But here it is, nonetheless. It has the usual country music cheese that gives the genre its charm. Like it, it just is the classic, the classic cheesy country song. It's just it's just cute. It's so cute. It's just not something that I would listen to regularly. Like, I do like country music quite a lot, 
uh, but this song just wasn't hitting on that part of the country music that I stand. It's it's a good song, um, and I think it will probably do reasonably well. He might have a little uh, kind of group of fans in Denmark. You never know. But um, I give it a six out of ten. It's it's a it's a fine song. It's good. It's m- middle of the road for me. But that's just my personal opinion. There's nothing wrong with it. And he clearly seems to know what he's doing as well. It's I think it's a very well produced and well written song. Um, and it fits into its genre perfectly so you know there's nothing technically wrong with it it's just not uh for me personally so yeah um i i wish i knew he was a mabel stan before i gave my rating <laughs> that would have vastly changed everything um 19 what was 1976 1978 78 like he was a mabel fan before mabel was born like wow mm-hmm. um Anyway, I think I've given this a 5 out of 10 again. Um, I think it's fine. I also like country music. This feels out of place in like a Eurovision setting, which I don't like saying because like technically, you know, all songs belong to Eurovision if they're competitive enough, but I just don't see this kind of doing anything. It's not going to challenge for the win. I don't see it as being particularly memorable. I think the staging could be cool. Um, I could picture on going for like a vintage kind of staging. Um, which I think could create some cool visuals. Um, and it is a decent country song. I just don't think it's going to do a lot. I, I just can't help but feel that this is making up numbers. Yeah, it is. Um, um, it's last in the Wee Wee Blogs poll, I believe. Yeah. The prestigious. I just, yeah. <laughs> prestigious, yeah. The prestigious Wee Wee Blogs. But um, I just can't see how something like this was picked over, like, returning Ben and Tan. Even though I haven't heard Ben and Tan's song. Oh, God. I struggle it's to so believe, good. like, oh, especially the excuse. <laughs> no, but the excuse they've given is that, like, they judged all songs based on being competitive enough, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, is a song like this really going to be as competitive as Ben and Tan's song? Better have Ben and Tan slipped that far. Anyway, um, I really like his use of counting within the song. I'm very easily pleased. Uh, one for the money, you don't let her go. Struggles with. One for the money, two, don't let her go. And then I can't remember the other three, four, knock on your door or something. I don't know. Um, what? Five, six, <laughs> six. <laughs> something, something like that. Like, but um, yeah, no, I think that's the catchiest part of the song. Definitely took the rating up for me. Like, it's it's fine. I just don't really see it. Like the other ones, you could see the fan bases potentially pushing it through. You just don't really see this kind of doing anything. It's a perfectly fine song. Um, I feel like I do kind of understand its place in the selection. I don't know why. I just I just see Denmark as having this kind of this kind of country area of music within like their entire music industry, and I feel like this song just serves to represent that and also to further diversify between the other entries. Saying that, it's not for me <laughs> either. Um, I don't mind it, but it just seems very generic. Because it, it seems like generic country, but even then it doesn't seem like overly country. Like, it doesn't rely on the like the stereotypes of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But obviously it's a country song, but I put like, it, it, I put it's not very yeehaw, but it's still country. <laughs> it's not very yeehaw, please. <laughs> Hope he shows up now in a full cowboy suit and hat just to... Imagine. With fringe. Oh no. Oh. You've ruined it. Please no. He shows up in those cowboy boots that have the, what do you call those things, on the heels. They've got like the stars on the heels. Yeah. Oh, stop. 
I mean, Fringe is very cowboy, but I don't, I don't see him in a cowboy guy. Like, you can see on the cover, he's just in, like, his denim jacket slash leather jacket. Yeah. I mean, we'll be suffering enough with Alvaro Estrella's Fringe and Andre Hansen the same oh, day. No, so, like... stop. Not the one leg. <laughs> the, no, leg the single fringe. fringe trouser leg. I cannot. Oh, bless. <sighs> right, moving. Are we done? Are we done? Sam, did you read? No. I <laughs> Can just I continue? <laughs> Please. If I'm allowed to finish. Go on, go on. Derailed by the fringe. I want to get away from the fringe as fast as possible. Uh, I gave it a 5 out of 10. Like, I don't dislike it. Uh, I do find it funny how he was in a band called Mabel. <laughs> I'm not entirely like, sure God. if that, that's exactly how you pronounce it, but it's spelled like Mabel. Like, it, it is Mabel. <laughs> that is what it says. I mean, shout out to Ellie's Abby every friend from the French oh, if you're no, with us from the French, the French podcast, <laughs> you'll know what we mean with Ellen Carr looking like Mabel and also looking like Ellie's roommate who was apparently a child <laughs> right. uh, yeah he's, he's, he's not my finders keepers oh no, no, no now we are Karen, no, I'm no. putting you off oh, I'm moving, putting you off moving, moving. Mike Trump I doubt will be <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Song, song six, song six. Kian, Kian, take it away. <laughs> um, song six is Ove Os Pahinanden by Fear Okflame. Um, this means, apparently, practice on each other. Now, that sounds incredibly sus, and I have not looked <laughs> any further into what that means. Did you have to say that whilst I was drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the translation. The translation is practice on each other. Sam has just soiled himself. (laughs) Not me choking on the poisonous water. (laughs) You thought it was gonna happen. (laughs) This is exactly what we planned. The clickbait. I mean, we did tell you it was entertaining. It's not a very informative (laughs) podcast, but are you not entertained? Denmark killed him off. Shock horror. True story. I'm killed by practicing on each other. (laughs) No, not this. (laughs) Doctors hate them. Denmark reveals the best way to kill a human. Just say Beanie Bell at your funeral, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this song... <laughs> this song is apparently first in the betting odds. Um, I don't know if it still is, but uh, when I read this article this afternoon, it was first in the betting odds. So it's first the favourite to win. First in the prestigious Wee Wee Blogs poll. N- no, no, no. The, the, um, Silver Bullet is first in the poll. This is first in the betting odds. I think this was like third or fourth in the poll um, okay. <laughs> don't know which one's more trustworthy <laughs> bullet was definitely number one in the odds when I did my reaction video and I was like well behind in second well uh, the article that I, which I think was an, a wee wee blogs article I'm not going to lie the article that I read <laughs> about this song said it was the, the bookie's favourite to win so <laughs> don't shoot the it messenger is. okay oh is it cool right no, so I is. am correct yeah. But yeah, um, this has 80s vibes, which is cool. Um, I mean, there's a, a big disco ball on the cover, really. Yeah, exactly. Like, apparently it's, um, like the previous song, um, also, like, 60s inspired as well. So, like, 60s and 80s sort of inspired. Not the 70s, which I thought was odd, because isn't the 70s actually the disco era? 
In this one, though, unlike the other one, I can actually see the 80s and 60s vibes. And it it's fine, I think. Um, I think I preferred this when I heard it on Kian's reaction video than when I actually listened to it. Because I... Like, the, the video Kian reacted to and the video that I listened to this today um, were different videos, so I didn't recognise the, like, cover art or anything because I didn't see it. And then I saw it and I thought, didn't I like that when I heard it on Kian's video? But, like, this is... It's fine, I I think. I was, I was a bit undecided because I think it's a bit messy in places. It just feels like there's almost too much going on for the entire song and it just never comes up for air so it just ends up being a lot of electronic noise it, it just doesn't it doesn't rest there's no peaks and troughs it's just all a peak it i mean it's it's good vibes like it'll probably be a good performance and i'm sure it'll be a be a jam on stage but it, it just in studio it felt like a lot was just happening and and i was not keeping up at all so i gave it a six out of ten i think it has potential to grow on me I think it has a lot of potential to grow on me and I think it could be a lot a lot better live, but just for the moment, um, initial reactions, I, I give it a six and yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sort of on the fence, so You've got the awkward silence. I mean let's like what Ellie is trying to say is that it was my natural charisma that brought the song to life <laughs> in the reaction video. I think is is what she is trying to say there. Of course, Kim, um, of course. I <laughs> when I first listened to this, I like if you had told me this was the Yish cover, an ABBA song that like a not very well known <laughs> ABBA song, I would have believed you. It just gives me really strong ABBA vibe, um, but I feel like it never really gets it into a high gear. Like it goes, it goes. It goes. It never really takes off. Like it, it never kind of kicks it to that high gear that you kind of want from a, a song like this. Yeah. It just kind of stays at the same pace, which think... admittedly is a better pace than a lot of these songs. But I think the problem is like it starts in like gear six and it just it stays in gear six and it. it yeah, it starts it, in such it, a high it gear. It has that nowhere, to, nowhere go. Really yeah. forward to go. but then. Yeah. And it, and I it think just, it comes like, down like, a little who, who bit, but then earlier, does not go back on. on. It just plods on yeah. in in the same gear. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, there's just nowhere for it to go. It sort of caps itself right from the start. Like I think it drops a little bit, but doesn't come back up. It, it noticeably does not come back up, so yeah. it kind of suffers. Like, I've given it a 7 out of 10. I wouldn't mind if it won. I mean, please, God, if they win, please do not change it to English. If the <laughs> oh, title oh. is... Practice on each other. Please don't change it to English. I feel like I need to find <laughs> out what it's actually like... about because it just sounds so sus. Like I'm sure it's one of those like if they actually translated it, it would mean something else. But the literal translation is practice on each other. But I don't want to take the risk. I mean, like it's it's nearly killed off poor Sam. Like so, <laughs> I'd rather not find out. Um, so I give this an eight out of ten. I enjoyed it. I <laughs> met out of ten. I said eight. No, I said eight. <laughs> oh, I thought you said met out of ten. I was like, Sam, that's not a number. <laughs> you can't just change the rating scale. Okay, we know you can't count here. Like, you had to take inspiration from the cowboy man oh, to learn. Please. No need to attack me like that. Is that poison getting into your veins, Sam? 
don't know. I realised them entire two sentences were very just spew. <laughs> they really were. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I tried to do a comeback and it you didn't. See, look, the it poison, it's the poison water. It's, it's, it's affecting you already, Sam. I think you need to lie down. I'm high over the clouds already. Oh, stop. <laughs> Please stop. We can never have a normal podcast with the three of us, can we? Anyway, back to the the practice of each other Um, I was surprised that they went straight in with the disco and I was happy they went straight in with the disco because I felt like it was not gonna be disco despite the massive disco ball on the cover Um, I don't know why but then the disco kind of died off throughout the song I felt like um especially in the chorus. Uh, it sort of felt like there was two different genres kind of fighting to take prominence, and the disco often fell short. In the chorus, I put that like it switched sort of to sounding like a travel company advert song. However, upon reflection, I now it sounds like an 80s TV show intro where they're like, the actors are like doing something random and then they suddenly turn to the camera and smile and the name appears. Like, that's what the chorus music gives me. But I enjoy it. I think that's purely from the disco. I think it's my second place. So I would, I wouldn't mind it winning. But I feel like there are, there is room to improve with it. I think, take this with a pinch of salt because it's Google Translate, but I think it's about dancing. And I think it's about learning to dance by yourself, but then dancing with each other. And that's how you get better at it. So the practicing with each other is practicing dancing with each other, <laughs> which makes sense given the disco. However, I do still feel like it it slightly implies some some suspicious behaviour. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, not not entirely sure about that one. Is this like group an entire band? Because I'm hoping I to see some know. fancy guy on a keyboard like jamming out on stage. I'll be I very disappointed if there isn't. Oh, actually, I'll be honest. Oh. Trying to find out which bit's the core. I've Googled and I think it's a duo, maybe? Yeah, I think it's a duo. There's also found a picture where there's three of them. And also one of them. I'm <laughs> confused. I think it's about dancing. Oh my god, I found a fit fa- I found a picture on Facebook and there is a fancy keyboard that it's jamming out to. Um, oh Christ. Yeah, I'm okay. very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. the creative director. Oh, that's a really fancy keyboard. It oh is, and the lights as well. Oh, wait, yeah, it, no, exactly I what I yeah. that, is, that is quite cool. And no, we live. We live. <laughs> right, song seven. Starliga uh, Air. By Emma Nicoline. I don't have her name written down. <laughs> um, yeah, this means standing right here, apparently. I translated it, and Google Translate told me stands right here, but Wee Wee Blog said standing right here, so we're going with standing right here. Um, Stages Wee Wee Blogs, of course. It, it means the same to me, to be fair. Like, <laughs> it's just a slight difference of the ending. Um, but this, yeah, this is good. Uh, someone else go first, actually, because I have, I have quite a lot to say, so I'll go last. <laughs> go for it, Kim. Well, um, I gave this an 8 out of 10. I think it's another... I think the main theme of this national final has been very strong Danish language songs. Yeah. Um, which is refreshing to see because in a country like Denmark, you don't really see them send Danish terribly often. Even though my winner is in English, I absolutely would not be against seeing Danish in. Yeah. And this one I know is a fan favourite. 
um, purely because when I was doing my top on the My Eurovision Scoreboard app, it was leading. Don't know so if it still it's, is. It, it's second in the Wee Wee Blogs poll. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prestigious Wee Wee Blogs. <laughs> It's it's still currently first um, in the My Eurovision Scoreboard community ranking. It, now, admittedly, it is only 48 points clear of the Cosmic Twins. No, it, it's one of the kind of fan favourites. They seem to be a I clear think, top two. I think yeah. it's solid. Like, there's nothing spectacular about this. I don't think, I think that was, that's kind of by design. I don't think she's looking for a big, I think she's trying to make it about all about the song which is nice and um, like you're not really building to anything except the end of the song but she's telling a story throughout it um i think this is going to depend a lot on the staging i think if they get the staging right for this one she's got a chance of going through to the super final if not i can see her being left behind but i think it's nice i think it's another strong danish language song i think it's one of the stronger danish language songs um yeah i i wouldn't mind seeing this win it's my third overall so I'd like to see it at least make the Super Bowl. Well, it's it's my winner of the selection. I've given it a 9 out of 10. I really enjoy it. Um, I, I, I don't know how to pinpoint what I like about it because like Kian, it's like not spectacular. There's like nothing like there's not like a standout moment in it but i think that's just part of its charm how it's got it's got solid vocals it's got solid backing track it's got a good progression um like there's no like obvious weak parts in the song and you can see how it builds up sort of even though there's no right build i really like her voice and the song's just kind of like a good vibe it a bit confuses me because it feels like her singing is generally slow but then it feels like the song's overall fast which i don't know how it works but it it, it does work and it works to its success so yeah i really like this uh it's my winner i hope it wins well yeah right so this is this is uh, this is good I, I like this i like the fact that there's so much Danish language songs going on this year, like like Ian said, we don't get a lot of them really from Denmark quite often. So uh, it's a good it's a good change of pace. Uh, this isn't like very in my realm of music. Like by that I mean it's not a sad male ballad, but like I I kind of wish it had more tempo. Like I think if it was a bit faster, I'd like it more than I do. So to test this theory, to put it to the test, I put the video on. 1.25 times speed and listen to it again and it is an absolute slap in 1.25 times speed it is so good it is a massive banger and i don't know why it's not that little bit faster because it is so much like genuinely after this podcast just go and listen to it in 1.25 times speed it is so good like obviously it's not perfect because it is literally just been sped up on but with a little like fine tuning it could be amazing and i just i really hope that that potential to be that like that massive bop comes out more live i hope it feels a bit faster live because it just felt a little bit slow in studio like i just wanted it to go faster which is why i sped it up and it, it is great like I, I proved my own point like it, it sounds great sped up so i just hope that that it kind of gets that little bit extra energy live that it gets from being sped up um so i yeah i think this could be elevated for me i give it a 7.5 it's just it's a solid song it's a you know, it's my second place. I just, the sped up version, I think, would be my winner of the selection. I think I'd probably give it like an 8.5, maybe a 9, the sped up version. But as it is now, just based on the studio, 7.5. But literally, just listen to the sped up version because it slaps. It's so good. Ellie yeah. is saying she can produce this song better than it already has been. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying speed the bloody thing up because it just, it, it just needed to go faster. I just want, I wanted some speed. And then I got the speed and it slaps. It's so good. So yeah, that. <laughs> 
that's my little science experiment of the podcast over. Um, You've really gone heavy on research today. I have. I have really put effort <laughs> into this. I was in a listen. Wee wee blog prestigious polls. I was in a lecture. Okay, <laughs> nothing better <laughs> to do with my life. <laughs> I mean, maybe a lecture. No, just no. Yeah, but like... I mean, she's got her PhD in Don't Smell the Grand Prix, so... Yeah. I've got my PhD <laughs> in speeding up songs and making them slap, so... She's already a professional <laughs> speedy bell. <laughs> Not speedy bell. Not speedy bell. Padded tracksuit, but this time with racing stripes on. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Please. Good job. Have mercy. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Alright. Oh. On to the last song, Kian. <laughs> anyway, I don't need Kian. Why am I saying Kian? Yeah, I, like, I don't need Kian. It's one English word. <laughs> to be fair, I might need Kian with the, with the name. <laughs> I don't want to butcher that one either. But the song's called Beautiful by. Um, Jean- <laughs> I don't, I don't want to um. butcher it. From Michael, from the yeah. John Michael is such an in- English <laughs> pronunciation. Not, not John Michael. Uh, no, John. like, is it French? Like, is it supposed to be like John Michel? Yeah, this is why I'm struggling. I don't know. I don't. A, a terrible, terrible apologies from the Watch the Quack team, but I, you've stumped <laughs> us there. You've really st- us English, us English uh, people. We just we don't know what's going on, and the the Irish, uh, the Irish are struggling too. So. <laughs> Um, struggles all around in the British Isles. <laughs> struggles all around the British Isles, truly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like this song. Um, I liked it right up until the drop. Because um, dro- we all know drop songs are just, just not usually in my vibe. The drop's not bad on this one. I I, I didn't mind it. I think it, I would prefer it a lot without the drop, but I didn't mind the drop. It's, you know, it's not bad. Um, and I, I get why it's in the song and that's just the genre that it's going for. Like, it's fair enough. Like, don't... I, I'm not saying take it out now to make your song a million times better because, like, it's a good song. Um, I just think I personally would prefer it with other... Uh, but that's just me. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to work live, though, because I always feel like drop songs are harder to do live and, and they are really the ones that could be com- a complete car crash. Um, if they don't do it right uh, but I really like his voice and the lyrics and just the whole vibe of the song and I think it's a solid bop so I give this one also a 7.5 out of 10 and <laughs> he just misses out on second place to Emma because of the sped up version of Emma's song being a banger <laughs> so yeah but yeah it's a, it's a solid solid song solid bop and yeah I wouldn't mind it wouldn't mind it doing well so um silence it's, it's, well <laughs> I'm always trying to be polite and let Kian start, but Kian never gets the memo. And always just <laughs> like, waiting for someone to them. I'm trying to let you stay. No, because you always get left till the so third you, place. You're the one that oh drank poisoned water. Please. You don't have long left. No, it's because every group person, <laughs> Kian never has the confidence to speak without cue. So he's always left till the third. <laughs> yeah, Ellie stopped giving us cues. So me and Sam are like... <laughs> I'm glad. I've stopped go. conducting. The cues are very awkward, like every single time. So yeah, well, I always cut the cues out of the podcast when I'm editing, so I thought, well, I might as well just stop doing them and just cut the big silences rather than cut the cues because it's much easier to spot the silences. Kian struggling without the cues. <laughs> I mean, so is Sam. For God's sake, one of you just talk about the song. Go on, Kim. We'll save the best till last show. Right, Sam will be dead by the time we get to him. Um, I've given this a 5 out of 10. 
weekend. Uh, it's a nice mid-tempo song. The drop doesn't completely ruin the song, which is a nice change. Um, I do agree with Ellie. I think this could be awkward on stage if it's not done right. Like, there obviously is the potential for it to be done well, but difficult to stay songs, I think. Do you put dancers on stage? It's an obvious kind of solution, but as Roxanne proved last year with Cherry Red, not always the best strategy to go with. I think this depends on how they work around him. Like, I don't know if he's a dancer. Maybe he is. This is going to depend on the live stage itself. Other songs may get through based on the current popularity of the studio version and whether people are big fans of them or not. This one, there's not really a lot of hype around it. I think if this flops live, it could be. I don't think they ever reveal who came last in like the early part for final. But if this is awkward, like if this has an awkward staging, no one's going to vote for this. Mm-hmm. But if it's done well, it could potentially get top three. Like it, it's so dependent on what they do with the staging because yeah. he can sound good but if he's just kind of standing there awkwardly not doing anything I mean a bit of a rock in the draw <laughs> yeah like when Roxanne was sta- like at least they tried Cherry Roxanne red flashbacks <laughs> Roxanne would have been fine if they had just taken her off to the side while the two lads did their thing it was the fact <laughs> true, that she true. was stood in the middle like some referee <laughs> who was unbothered with like these men are trying to kick each other's heads off and Roxanne's like sing in on the spot. So don't do that, John Michael or however we pronounce your name. Please don't do that. Please come up with something something else. <laughs> but um I think it's a perfectly fine song. Um it's not it's not really up my alley, but I don't dislike it. And like I said, it's a nice change of pace that the drop doesn't ruin the song. I love that for him. Um well it's it's a confusing song because it's it's a sad dance it's a sad dance ballad but i don't think the song does a good job of making the format and the theme of it understandable in the way that it's produced Mm. if that makes any sense whatsoever i feel like the drop plays a big part in that because the drop is like wild and confusing and like i enjoyed the drop like the verses in the chorus either side of the drop there's no like especially after the drop there's no transition to transition it from the high energy drop straight down to the more mellow like sad verse and it just makes it very sudden and not very cohesive i guess um i think overall i enjoy the song still um i'll give it a six out of ten so it's not bad it's just struggles to make sense of itself i guess but i do appreciate that it's a different angle for a sad song it makes it more fun which i like because oftentimes sad male songs bore me but <laughs> and i love him <laughs> <laughs> um accidentally when i was listening to the last song on 1.25 speed re-listened to this one on 1.25 speed <laughs> and it was even wilder i was so confused and i i did that when i put when i put emma's song on five speed in my playlist it went on to one of either the first song that we talked about or the uh practice on each other it was one of those two on 1.5 speed and oh my god the chaos it was just horrifying not gonna lie i think this works better sped up as well because (laughs) that might be a common theme with these songs to be fair just speed them all up I think if it's sped up, the the like it, the gap between the drop and the slower verses isn't as dramatic because the verses aren't as slow, so it kind of works despite it being absolutely insane. We love that. 
Right, that is all eight songs from this selection discussed. I think we'll just do a quick run through of our tops, like we usually do from last to first. So we'll we can, start we're with going for artist names. Oh god, I, I'm just gonna say whichever part of it I can pronounce. Yeah, same. <laughs> we'll just do it. People can figure it out. So yeah, we'll start with Kian, then me, then Sam. Last first, go on. So my last is Everything is Alright. My seventh is Beautiful. My sixth is Abracadabra. My fifth is Beef One. My fourth is Ove Ospahinanden. My third is Emma. My second is Nana Olivia. And my first is Silver Bullet. <laughs> I love how you got all the English songs at the bottom three. <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom. Just barked at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my last is Abracadabra, my seventh is Nana Olivia, my sixth is Everything's Alright, my fifth is Practice on Each Other, that, that one that I just can't pronounce any part of in Danish, um, my fourth is Chief One, my third is Beautiful, my second is Emma, and my first is The Cosmic Twins, Silver Bullet. Uh, my last place is Ab- Abracadabra, my seventh is Everything Alright. My sixth is Nana Olivia. My fifth is Beautiful. Uh, Silver Bullet is in fourth. In third is Chief One. Uh, in second is Ovos Pa Hinanden. And then in first is Star Leisure. <laughs> A good attempt, Sam. A a solid solid effort. I'm proud of you. (laughs) You're a braver man than me. Right. (laughs) If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. I feel like it's been a long one, despite the limited songs. (laughs) Yeah, it was an hour and three minutes. We can only apologise for the many moments throughout this podcast. (laughs) And there's so (laughs) many mentions of BD Bell. I'm so sorry. (laughs) This is a Denmark plus Beanie Bell podcast. Can we tag her at the premiere of this podcast? Please, oh my god. Beanie Bell friend of the channel. To a second into one mic in French. I just, from now on, from now on I'm going to hide a Beanie Bell in all of our thumbnails. (laughs) I'm just not telling Modris. I'm not telling Modris. Just hide it in like the reflection of someone's pupil or something. Oh my god, please. <laughs> I'll wait for my next video to go. Can't wait right. to spot the beady bell. We're done, we're done. Right. If you did enjoy, please do leave a like. Please subscribe if you're new. Uh, you get more of this incredible content uh, and some reaction videos and more podcasts and a load of stuff on the channel. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, if this ever makes it to Spotify because I am just slow, um, <laughs> you can find our YouTube channel. It's What's the Quack. We do Eurovision reaction videos and all of our podcasts are on there as well. You can also play Spot the BD Bell apparently because that's the thing that I've now committed myself to. So... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye guys.